Welcome to Wayne Zion Lutheran Church in Royal Monticello. This is Sunday, September the 3rd, 2023, the 14th Sunday after Pentecost. The sermon is by Pastor Wade Reddy. The accompanist is Barb Andreessen. The lecture is Liz Reddy. Thank you to Glenn and Carol Hine for sponsoring this week's broadcast. Thank you for joining us today. I invite the congregation to go ahead and open up your hymnal and turn to hymn 641. This is a meditation, 641, and uh, for just to follow along, and uh, I'm going to invite Barb and Lynn to join with me. Psalm, I mean, uh, song 641, just see the words, and as we read these words, let us meditate on who we are and who we are called to be and whose we are in God's love. Let us build a house where love can dwell and all can safely live. A place where saints and children tell how hearts learn to forgive. Built of hopes and dreams and visions, rock of faith and vault of grace, here the love of Christ shall end divisions. All are welcome. All are welcome. All are welcome in this place. Let us build a house where prophets speak and words are strong and true, where all God's children dare to seek to dream God's reign anew. Here the cross shall stand as witness as a symbol of God's grace, here as one we claim the faith of Jesus. All, all are, are welcome. welcome. All, all are welcome. All are welcome in this place. place. Let us build a house where love is found in water, wine, and wheat. A banquet hall on holy ground where peace and justice meet. Here the love of God through Jesus is revealed in time and space as we share in Christ the feast that frees us. All are welcome, all are welcome, all are welcome in this place. Let us build a house where hands will reach beyond the wood and stone to heal and strengthen serve and teach, and live the word they've known. Here the outcast and the stranger bear the image of God's face. Let us bring an end to fear and danger. All, All are, are welcome. welcome. All are welcome. All are welcome in, in this place. Let us build a house where all are named, their songs and visions heard and loved and treasured, taught and claimed as words within the word, built of tears and cries and laughter, prayers of faith and songs of grace. Let this house proclaim from floor to rafter, all are welcome, all are welcome, all are welcome in this place. We begin our service with confession and forgiveness. You'll find this printed in your bulletin. Gracious God, we confess that we have sinned in thought, word, and deed by what we have done and by what we have left undone. We have not In the mercy of Almighty God, Jesus Christ was given to die for you. And for his sake, God forgives you all your sins. To those who believe in Jesus Christ, he gives power to become children of God and bestows on them the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. We continue with the Kyrie on page 184.
children to come forward as we sing the canticle of praise and when we sing uh, glory to God our hands go up and peace to God's people on earth I think we can all do it kids can you help me be it looks like we just have a few this morning it's Labor Day weekend and so the Andreessen children are going to join me and they will lead you with the hand motions for um, our canticle of praise you want to go ahead and get up there where they will see you here we go together the prayer that's printed in our bulletin insert for this 14th Sunday after Pentecost. Oh God, we thank you for your Son, 
who chose the path of suffering for the sake of the world, humble us by his example, point us to the path of obedience, and give us strength to follow your commands. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. You may be seated. The first reading is from Jeremiah 15, verses 15 to 21, with the following preface. Jeremiah's delight in the word of the Lord is contradicted by the heaviness of God's hand upon him and God's seeming unfaithfulness. God's tough love to Jeremiah says that if he repents, he will be allowed to continue in his strenuous ministry. Jeremiah is strengthened by the simple words, I am with you. The reading. O Lord, you know, remember me and visit me and bring down retribution for me on my persecutors. In your forbearance, do not take me away. Know that on your account I suffer insult. Your words were found and I ate them, and your words became to me a joy and the delight of my heart. For I am called by your name, O Lord, God of hosts. I did not sit in the company of merrymakers, nor did I rejoice. Under the weight of your hand I sat alone, for you had filled me with indignation. Why is my pain unceasing? my wound incurable, refusing to be healed? Truly, you are to me like a deceitful brook, like waters that fail. Therefore, thus says the Lord, if you turn back, I will take you back, and, if you, and you shall stand before me. If you utter what is precious and not what is worthless, you shall serve as my mouth. It is they who will turn to you, not you who will turn to them. And I will make you to this people a fortified wall of bronze. They will fight against you, but they shall not prevail over you. For I am with you to save you and deliver you, says the Lord. I will deliver you out of the hand of the wicked and redeem you from the grasp of the ruthless. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Psalm 26, beginning with the refrain. second reading is from Romans 12, verses 9 through 21, with the following preface. 
Paul presents benchmarks for faithful relationships with Christians and non-Christians. Love is the unflagging standard of our behavior. When we encounter evil, we do not resort to its tactics, but seek to overcome it with good. While Christians cannot control the actions and attitudes of others, we seek to live at peace with all people. The reading. Let love be genuine. Hate what is evil. Hold fast to what is good. Love one another with mutual affection. Outdo one another in showing honor. Do not lag in zeal, but be ardent in spirit. Serve the Lord. Rejoice in hope. Be patient in suffering. Persevere in prayer. Contribute to the needs of the saints. Extend hospitality to strangers. Bless those who persecute you. Bless and do not curse them. Rejoice with those who rejoice. Weep with those who weep. Live in harmony with one another. Do not be haughty, but associate with the lowly. Do not claim to be wiser than you are. Do not repay anyone evil for evil, but take thought for what is noble in the sight of all. If it is possible, so far as it depends on you, live peaceably with all. Beloved, never avenge yourselves, but leave room for the wrath of God. For it is written, Vengeance is mine, I will repay, says the Lord. No, if your enemies are hungry, feed them. If they are thirsty, give them something to drink. For by doing this, you will heap burning coals on their heads. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Our service continues on page 188 in the front of your hymnal with the gospel acclamation. I invite the congregation to please rise. According to St. Matthew, the 16th chapter, glory to you, O Lord. You may be seated for the reading of the gospel. We find ourselves in the time leading up to Jesus going into Jerusalem for the very last time in Matthew's gospel, Christ who will be obedient even unto death. And we just saw last Sunday in which Peter, through the gift of the Holy Spirit, through the gift of God, through divine intervention, recognized that Jesus was indeed the Son of the living God. We now pick up the gospel from there. From that time on, after Peter confessed that Jesus was the Messiah, Jesus began to show his disciples that he must go to Jerusalem and to undergo great suffering at the hands of the elders and the chief priests and the scribes and be killed and on the third day be raised. And Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him, saying, God forbid it, Lord, this must never happen to you. But he turned and he said to Peter, Get behind me, Satan. You are a stumbling block to me, for you are setting your mind not on divine things, but on human things. Then Jesus told his disciples, If any want to become my followers, let them deny themselves and take up their burdens, their cross, and follow me. For those who want to save their life will lose it, and those who lose their life for my sake will find it. For what will it profit them if they gain the whole world but forfeit their life? Or what will they give in return for their life? For the Son of Man is to come with his angels to glorify his Father, and then he will repay everyone for what has been done. Truly I tell you, There are some standing here who will not taste death before they see the Son of Man coming into his kingdom. The Gospel of our Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Grace and peace to you from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. 
I want us to get into what's going on in the prophet Jeremiah's heart and head this morning. We heard uh, Liz read from the prophet Jeremiah, and then we heard the psalm echo the words in which Jeremiah spoke to the Lord. And I'm just going to say that wherever this takes me, it takes me, and I apologize if my emotions get the best of me. I didn't expect what happened on Wednesday might also happen today, but my two prayer warriors are in the back. are going to hold me up so that pastor doesn't lose it. Jeremiah. Oh, Lord, you know me. You know me, Lord. On your account, I suffer day and night, Lord, for some 30-plus years. And once, Lord, your words came to me in joy and were delight and filled my heart. But I suffer, and my pain is unceasing, never-ending. My wound, it will not be healed. It is incurable. So, I have this to say to you, Lord. You are to me a deceitful brook like waters that fail. Scum! Jeremiah isn't mentioning words here. He is unloading on the Lord. His burden is breaking his spirit. The one who called him to go to God's people and say, change your ways, repent, turn around. Do you know what you're doing? You sinful people, we are sin and saints, said Luther. There is goodness here. Why not claim it? Why not cling to it? Have you ever felt alone in your pain and your suffering? And you just want to scream. What is it? What's the hurt that will not heal, that is incurable? Is it a disease? Is it words that have been flung your way? It is, it is a God who has disappointed you. Where, O oh God... Are your mercies, your steadfast love has failed me. I am alone in my suffering. These are words that we can claim too, not just Jeremiah. He has been sharing God's message with these people. I said for 30 plus years, I think if we looked into the scriptures and we followed this through, it would be 40 years and he returns to God and he's telling God no one's listening they have no respect for you they have no respect for me why why do you keep bothering me so he agonizes over this message this message that he must deliver God is turning up the heat there is no respect The people indulge in false witness, worship. Yeah, turn the heat up, but they're worshiping other gods. Jeremiah is beyond weeping for the people. He was called the weeping prophet. He now weeps for himself. God is now requiring Jeremiah to deliver the message that they will be taken down. Doom. This is where the prophet Isaiah picks up when the people go into bondage. He's the one delivering and say, straighten it out, get it right, come to the Lord, get on your knees, stop worshiping false idols. Disaster is in her immediate future, and Jeremiah feels alone. I am alone. And now he gives his anger to the Lord. No, he turns it on the Lord, and he fires at God his condemnation against Yahweh, To better understand his anger, I turn to Eugene Peterson's interpretation of the Bible passage in the message, and he has these words. You are nothing, God, but a mirage, a lovely oasis in the distance, and then nothing. 
Have you ever felt like this toward God? Is God ignoring you? You feel alone, abandoned. You just want to say, God, you are nothing to me. Jeremiah is honest. He is angry. He is upset. He is hurt. He is frustrated with this whole situation he finds himself in. He is filled with anger towards God for getting him into this situation. And God's words of mercy and steadfast love are simply a mirage. Have you ever felt this way? The absent God? Have you ever been angry at God? Oh, I have. And it just about destroyed relationships around me. I was so angry at God. How could my sister, four years younger than I was, I was 26 years old at the time, a brand new college graduate received a position in the Twin Cities to work under seven licensed administrators in the largest nursing home. Life was going well. And my sister would come and visit me when I was on internship at Walker Methodist in downtown Minneapolis. This after going to Mayo Clinic, receiving the injections to try to beat the cancer. She had Hodgkin's disease, non-lymphoma. And Gail would beat the cancer. She would drive from St. Olaf, from uh, St. Olaf College in Northfield, Minnesota, just south of the Twin Cities, go down to Rochester, another 40-minute drive. And her dear friend, would come along, Gretchen, because Gail was in no shape to drive after receiving injection. And these two ladies graduated in four years. Gail beat the cancer. She signed up the University of Madison. She was accepted into the medical school. She was going to become a doctor of pharmacy. She wanted to develop the serums. She had gone out to John Hopkins University in New York during an internship. She double majored in biology and chemistry. She had her books. She had her apartment to stay at. Actually, it was a house being shared with other women that she knew. And she never got to go to not one class. The cancer came back full force. I literally watched my sister die before my eyes, and there wasn't a thing I could do about it. Oh, I was angry at God. And I didn't know how to deal with my emotions, my anger, my sadness. I even pushed my wife, new wife, away. Oh, if I could go back and live that again and know what I know now that I didn't know then. Let's get back to Jeremiah. And even in my pain and my anger at God, let me tell you this. God can take it. God can take your anger. God loves you. We can, like Jeremiah, be angry at God, and the Lord can take it. And, and hear the Lord's response to Jeremiah and to us, who throw our fist at the Lord for being worthless to us, during the time of our greatest needs in our lives, the Lord says, I see your pain. I see you have turned your back on me. I haven't left you, but I want you to know this. I am here, was his message to Jeremiah and to us. I am here. Never never ever leaving you behind. If you walk away for a day, months, years, or a decade, I'm here. You have every right to walk away from me, the God who created you and who loves you. I don't bound you by chains. I don't require anything of you but I want you to know I am here for you.
I love you, and I'm not going anywhere. When you return, I am here, and I will claim you as mine, and I will save you, and I will deliver you, says the Lord. And here is my promise to you. I will deliver you out of the hand of the wicked and redeem you. This is my covenant promise. I am here. So be patient in suffering. Rejoice in hope. Persevere in prayer. Live freely into my word, which is hope, life, love, and eternal life. In the gospel lesson, Jesus says, I must go to Jerusalem to suffer, to be killed, and to be raised on the third day. Let go of your anger. God has bore it all for us. No one promised that we would get out of this life alive. But we have the sure and certain hope that we have a God who will never leave us nor forsake us. And when we closed our eyes to this side, we come into the glorious presence of the Lord. You will know him. I am here, has been with you before you were conceived in your mother's womb. And Paul reminds the people, keep the main thing the main thing. Rejoice in hope, the resurrection hope. Be patient in suffering. It's tough out there. It's tough in here. Sisters and brothers are going to die. Preserve, persevere in prayer. Know that I'm listening. Listen to my prayer for you. How many times do we just sit and say, Oh Lord God, speak to me and then just be quiet. In the gospel, where the Son of Man is coming with his angels in the glory of his Father and then they will, he will repay everyone for what has been done. We are forgiven. So why can't we forgive ourselves? Why can't we forgive our brothers and sisters? There is no perfection. But there is a loving God who had to come to live among us because sin entered in. And the only way to rid sin and to save us from death and from sin was for God himself to take it to the cross for us. And then I love what Paul finishes in the Romans and what's in today's reading, in that second lesson. Vengeance is mine, says the Lord. I will repay, and God has. He has destroyed death. He has destroyed the enemy. So why do we go about worshiping other gods? Thank you for being here today. You could have been in 20 different places today, but you chose to come to church, to hear God's word, and to be among God's people. Oh my gosh, it sounds like baptism. Thank you for being here. Thank you for being church together. And help me when you see somebody hurting in the congregation. Don't let them be alone. And I know that you go to them, and I thank you for that. And the pastor wants to come along them too. We have a God who loves us, who gave himself for us. Isn't that amazing? The gospel of our Lord. Amen.
share together in the affirmation of our faith. You'll find this on page 105 in the front of your hymnal, the Apostles' Creed. I invite the congregation to please rise. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, God's only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day, he rose again. He ascended into heaven. He is seated at the right hand of the Father, and he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. You may be seated. We continue with the prayers of intercession. You'll find these printed on the back of your Celebrate insert. Remembering the caring and generous works of God, we pray for the church, creation, and all in need of, and uh, the needs of our neighbors. God of life, your words are the joy at the heart of your church. Draw the seekers to you. Place messages of hope and healing in the mouths of your witnesses. And open your children to the truth when we stumble. Merciful God. God of steadfast love, renew the earth by your spirit that lands and oceans reveal the beauty of your creation. Challenge us to live humbly and peacefully as part of your world. And Lord, we pray that no further damage to the crops here in eastern Iowa and help us, Lord, to bring in the harvest that you have helped us to plant. Merciful God, God of patience, lead those who govern and hold fast to what is good. Guide them to show honor to all people in their care. Overcome evil in all nations and grant peace to peoples and places marred in conflict. Merciful God. God of deliverance, remember all who are suffering, lonely, or in pain. Liberate your people being insulted, persecuted, or in the grasp of ruthlessness. Give endurance to workers who persevere on this Labor Day weekend holiday and ensure fair wages and safe working environments. Lord, we give thanks for the deliverance and the safety that was awarded Preston Cole and Nathan in the near-miss car accident this past week. Hold them close, Lord, and protect all people who travel this weekend as they make their way across Iowa and across the nation and keep them all safe. Lord, we pray for those who seek healing and wholeness. Elfrida Tobias and Linda Siebels, Teresa Engelbart, Kalinda Stadmuller, Sandy Jensen, Dick Meyer, Lynette Mork, Tom Boken, Samantha Putz. Lord, we lift before you missionary Brenda Smith, George Walter's niece, who brings your word to a foreign world. And Lord, thank you for the answer of prayer that next week we will, right here in this place, install our next Sunday School Superintendent, Gail Harn. For all of this, merciful God, God of justice, equip this congregation to boldly follow you in uncertain times and to remember faithfully in prayer when facing challenges. Show us how best to love and care for one another to put down our differences and to forgive, especially those in this community that you knit together in your heart and your love. God of mercy, God of glory, we give you thanks for the saints who now dwell with you in your splendor. Nurture us in our faith until the day we join in the heavenly song. Merciful God, Remember us according to your steadfast love as we offer these in the prayers of our hearts, trusting in your compassion made known through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Peace of Christ be with you always. Let us receive our offering and tithes this morning. We are giving again this month to LSI, and so we'll invite the kids to come forward to do that.
I invite the congregation to please rise, and as we bring our tithes as an offering forward, let's sing. We are an offering 692. God, gracious and merciful, you bring forth food from the earth and nourish your whole creation. Turn our hearts toward those who hunger in any way, that all may know your care. And prepare us now to feast on the bread of life, Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. The night in which our Lord was betrayed, he took bread, gave thanks, broke it, and gave it to his disciples and said, Take and eat. This is my body given for you. Do this for the remembrance of me. Again, after supper, he took the cup, and after giving thanks, he gave it for all to drink, saying, This cup is a new covenant in my blood, shed for you and for all people, for the forgiveness of sin. Do this for the remembrance of me. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Come to the banquet, for all is ready now. You may be seated, and I invite Pastor Lynn and the communion assistants, and Sophia to come forward at this time. And you can choose what side you want. You may remain seated. Let me offer this prayer. We give you thanks, Almighty God, that you have refreshed us through the healing power of this gift of life. And in your mercy, strengthen us through this gift in faith toward you and a fervent love toward one another. For the sake of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Well, we got quite a few announcements this morning, and thank you, Pastor Lynn, for helping me with the meditation and helping serve uh, communion this morning. I appreciated it so much. What a gift. And as long as I'm talking about the Banderobs, Rollin, what a gift you are as well. Rollin has been here taking people's pictures, and uh, we're going to have Kim uh, Miller in the back in the sanctuary. I want everyone to stop by the table as you go out. Um, we need you to check your servant keeper information and if you don't have a picture that you didn't make in the 2017 or you've decided you're better looking now than you were back in 2017 to sign up no I'm just kidding I'm not doing it because I got more gray hair uh, but you can uh, sign up for a picture time or if you don't have time to figure that out Kim or Gina will call you at home to set up but we want to make sure uh, it, and it's beautiful what Rollins doing. I mean, the quality is, wow. The one thing I'll tell you, don't wear white. Whatever you do, don't wear white. It looks like your face is floating off into space because the backdrop is white, okay? And so, Rollins, thank you, and uh, remember to stop by the table in the back to sign up. We need lectors, people who are willing to read the scriptures. Uh, we're, we, I don't think I have anybody for October. So if you could check that clipboard, that would be great. Bill and Barb Catlett had to leave early, but there is Concord Grape. I'm assuming that's jam or jelly. Outside on the bench and uh, by the front door, help yourselves. They decided not to put it at the table of abundance, but to go ahead and take it home and spread it on that toast. Oh, they are grapes. You have to make them into jam and jelly. That's why. 
That's why. Okay. Joke's on me. Which then gets me to uh, the table of abundance. And thank you for sharing your harvest with all of us. There have been so many wonderful goodies on that table. And so help yourselves. If you give a, a free will donation, that will go to either the Anna Moser or the Monticello Food Pantry. The office staff is helping me to split it down the middle 50-50. We talked about the church directory. And then this important announcement. Glenn and Carol Hine, thank you. Thank you for sponsoring today's radio broadcast. It is heard. I know Alfreda Tobiasen listens to it every week. There are others. And so thank you. Is there any special thing going on in your life that we need to celebrate? Or you're just doing that out of the goodness of your heart? Okay. Wedding anniversary. How many years? <laughs> he would ask that. 64. So wonderful. It is, Barb, it is the uh, first Sunday of the month. How many have a September birthday? <laughs> That's so funny. Somebody's forcing hands up in the air. You know, I don't put my, I don't put, oh, Chris back there, Chris Heron. I don't even put my birthday on Facebook. Kathy, there we go. All right, we got, I mean Cindy. Why do I call you Kathy? You look like Kathy today, Cindy. We do, we share, I can't get out of it anymore. September 8th. Cindy, I don't know why I came up with Kathy. Oh, golly, it's C. Let's sing Happy Birthday, Dear Friend. September was a big month. I mean, you know, we take a pool of the congregation and most of you here. What, uh, well, well, we won't go there. Um, the next thing we need to share is have you stand and receive this blessing. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord's face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord look upon you with favor and grant you his peace. Amen. We are going to sing our sending song 798 and we're going to sing verses 1, 3, and 5. 1, 3, and 5. Music and lyrics reprinted with permission under one license, number A-729734, all rights reserved.